welcome to Epiphany Fellowship's podcast, where our goal is to see people everywhere show off the glory of Christ in every area of life. We pray that you are blessed and encouraged by today's message and will allow the Word of God to dwell in you richly. Anybody grateful that you've been set free? I mean, the people who've really been set free, are you grateful that he redeems you, he, he covered you, he cleansed you, he set you free? There is no more bondage because of Jesus Christ and, and the blood that would come on. Anybody grateful that you've been set free? I'm glad to be set free. It's a beautiful thing to know that a God who is holy, who is righteous, who is set apart, would decide to set people who usually put themselves in bondage. He sets those people free. That's something that you should celebrate. That that God who sits high and looks low, decided not to stay on his throne, but comes down to the lowly and sets them free. One more time, all the free people in the house, can you just make some noise and give God a praise? Come on, one more time. Come on, can just the voices, I want to hear you lift up the name of Jesus because you've been set free. Whom the Son set free is free indeed. And because he set us free, we celebrate. We celebrate. Thank you, Father. Well, while you're standing, if you can grab your copy of God's word, I'm excited to preach today. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did whatever seemed right to him. If I could tag this text in our exchange today, I'd like to tag it, Breaking the Curse of Chaos. Breaking the Curse of Chaos. Let's pray. Father, we thank you bless you for the hope that is ours in Christ Jesus. Thank you for being a chain breaker. Thank you for being a deliverer. Thank you for being a sustainer. Now, Father, none of this is possible unless you move. Father, I have waited now. It's a good thing. Because one thing I do know is to be a slave of Christ is a good thing. Father, speak with my mind. Think with my mind. Give me conviction of heart to tell the truth because the truth sets people free. And it is your mission and your goal to see free people. Amen. You may be seated. Breaking the curse of chaos. I would get the Sunday right after the chaos that happened 
at the Oscar Awards. It would be me to get, one more time, the chaos that happened at the Oscar Awards. And what you're probably looking for me to do is to give you my opinion on what happened and what went on. But I ain't gonna do that. Nope, you ain't, nope, it ain't happening. <laughs> but but what but but what I what I begin to see on social media, whether it's YouTube or Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, even, is is the like I, what I see is one. You have people who are you know Team Will. He did what he yeah yeah I'm with him, and you have people who are like. Team Chris, and then you have people who are like, both of them are wrong, and, and, and all of these other things. Um, and then you have the people who, who I just, I, I struggle with, because you know, those people who are just like, man, if it was me, you don't know what you would do, because it ain't you. <laughs> uh, you can say that from afar, but um, you don't really know what you would do. But, but what, I'm, what I'm finding is everyone, and I mean everyone has an opinion about the situation. Everyone has something to say about what went down. And, and as I was looking, I, I, I came across someone in explaining what happened. Uh, they, they said this, they said, the universe is really trying to tell us something and in the same sentence, they said, God is really trying to tell us something. And, and, and I was confused. <laughs> I, I really was. I, I, I was confused because I said, how could you put God equal with the universe? How could you take the created and the creator and say that somehow, some way, they're equal and they're trying to tell us something. Now, if you would have said, you know, the universe through what God is doing is trying to tell us something, then sure. But, 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 but what, what we find is that there is this hodgepodge, this melting pot in the book of Judges, but not even just in the book of Judges. It's in our society today, where we're taking what is holy and what is whatever it is. When we take what is glorious and, and, and righteous and what is whatever it is. <laughs> what we see in this book, but, but also in our society today, again, is a melting pot, a hodgepodge, if you will, of idols being mixed with God. God as holy being mixed with God who was melted in a form and then formed to be something. What we see in the text is what we see today where we go home and we have crystals by our beds. Where we've made idols, maybe not crafted them, but they're in our hearts. And so what I, what I want to do today is I want to bring the family to the room. And, and I know there's some divide here. Some of it is young versus old. It's the battle of who's wiser. But what I want you to see is just like it was in Judges, we need to be careful of what we are going after, what we are mixing together. Now, now here's what's interesting, because you're, you're probably thinking, well, that's not me. I'm not the one 
creating the melting pot. And, and you know what? The Israelites were probably the same way. They probably thought that they were doing everything right in the way God made it. You, you're probably thinking, well, it was probably uh, uh, the, Am the Ammonites, or it was probably uh, uh, the Philistines or, or the Canaanites, but you're wrong. I'm talking about the chosen people. It's the Israelites who have created this, this, this again, melting pot to, to, to uh, try to um, f uh, blend what it does not mix together. It is the called by God the ones who have been claimed and commanded, who are smelling and looking and acting like everybody else. But what's interesting is that it wasn't always this way. It, it, it wasn't always in this fashion where they would follow after the gods of the Canaanites. In, in fact, this is what Joshua says to them on his deathbed. He's leaving the Oval Office, and he stands before them, and he says this in, 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 in Joshua chapter 23, verses 6. He says, be strong and continue obeying all that is written in the book of the law of Moses. Watch this. He warns them, so that you don't turn from it to the right or to the left, so that you do not associate with these nations remaining among you. I love this part. Don't call on the names of their gods or make an oath to them. To them. Do not serve them or bow in worship to them. Instead, be loyal to the Lord your God as you have been this day. These at one time, this generation that is kind of dying off and a new generation that's coming on, he's addressing them and he's saying, listen, saints, beware. And this is not to beware of something we don't know about. Beware of something that we've experienced. This is what we've lived through. We had to be faithful to God. Why? Because God has been faithful to us. Watch out. The Israelites were called to walk with God in obedience. You, you know that person who says, it's me and God. But it's never followed with, it's me and God and I obey everything God says. It's usually... I still rule my life, but God is around somewhere. He's, he's in the vicinity of where I am, but when it comes to changing something about me, all I know is that he's with me, but there is no obedience with walking with God. And if there is no obedience with walking with God, you are not walking with God. You cannot say... That you walk with God, but don't listen and follow what he has said to you. <laughs> Joshua is, is, is laying out for this new generation. He's saying, watch out for yourself. Stay true to your God. Stay connected to him. Walk closely with him, watch this, in obedience. Sage is speaking here. And just as Joshua, on his way out, is giving this generation some wise words, so we look at it today, and I want to, just for the moment, give us some wise ways in which we can break the chaos that we're in. I'm going to rush to the point. Here it is. Don't waste wisdom. Joshua, literally, at the end, he's, he's laying it out to them. He, he, he even goes on and he says, 
in, 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 verse, in verse 12, if, if you ever turn away and become loyal to the rest of their nations and the rest of these nations remaining among you, if you uh, intermarry, if you associate with them, he goes on, he says, they will become a snare and a trap to you, a sharp stick for your side, a thorn in your eye until you disappear from this good land that the Lord has given you. He's given you not only what to do, but what to stay away from. And some of us get so frustrated with what to stay away from that we don't understand the freedom in what he says that we can do. We're still in a Christian Liberty series, so, so I, I'm going to help you. I'm just trying to free you up to see that, listen, uh, if, if, if you just look and, and walk with God in obedience, you'll see that there is so much gr uh, greener grass on this side than what you're looking at over here. Um, let, let me help. This is, this is to my generation, just for a second. You're not the first to go through something. <laughs> now watch this, I'm gonna tell you how I know. All my older people who've gone through something, can you just raise your hand? There you go. You're not the first to go through something. Watch this, and you won't be the last either. So, this, this next section that I'm getting ready to talk through, this is gonna be the, the, the portion of my sermon where we all, this is the room, this is the big room, big family room. Remember I said that we in this one room. Now, I wanna help my generation See, the older generation. I even did some research and, and had both groups send me some stuff so we can work together so that we can move forward. We're going to all move forward. we all going to move forward, all right? Let's do this. Just look at the person next to you and say, hey, we all moving forward. I love you, and you love me. Amen. Amen. We all good? Everybody all right? All right. <laughs> Family meeting. Here we go. Right? Right? Yes, you're doing great things, millennials, Gen Z. We're doing, we're doing great things, amen. You're doing it. But just because the older person didn't get it done when they were 24, doesn't mean they don't know. If anything, what God taught them was patience and dependence on him. What, what happens is, some of the, oh man, this is good. What, what, what happens is, because we get involved in things and it happens quickly for us, we think that we've mastered something. But then we get in it and now we don't have the endurance to follow through with it. Now we got all these businesses that have started. Oh, now y'all quiet. Because you weren't patient enough to see that God's still working something in you and on you so that you can have endurance in whatever you start. That's for my generation. That's for me. That's, that's, that's for me. Okay? Okay? But this is, this is what's beautiful is because, and I'm sure I'll probably get a, a, a few people who can testify to this. You, you understand passages like James chapter 1 verse 4. That says, Let's, let patience have its perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire. I love that right there. Wanting nothing. Here, here's something. What our seasoned saints offer us is a perspective on life that we have not lived yet. I'm telling... Uh, I, I promise you, and, and y'all, it would be different if it was like this 50-year-old dude standing up here saying, you just know, you, I am one of you. I am you and you and I, and we are one. 
But he, he, here's, here's, here's what I want you to see. That you, Help me, Lord. You don't know everything. And it's okay. It's okay not to know anything. Life, watch this. You're forever going to be learning. Until glory. Like literally. Just, just take, if wisdom knocks at your door, let them in. Just, just go ahead and let them in. Joshua is not saying this for his health. Obviously, he's getting ready to die. Right? This ain't going, you know, give him 40 more years after he says this. He's literally saying this to impart wisdom. And he say, go and follow this. Now, here, here's what's beautiful. He's saying it, yes, one, because of his experience, but not just his, his experience. He's saying it because he remembers God's word that was given to Moses to encourage that generation. Right? What he's saying is, please hold fast to God. I'm, I wasn't going to put this in there, but I, I called one of my, uh, my good pastor friends. And I said, man, what would you say to the younger generation? He said, man, I would really just tell them to trust Jesus. Like, 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 and he literally said, I'm not trying to be deep. Just like really put your confidence in him. No, that was for all the older people was just like, yes, yes. <laughs> Young people was like, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> here's, here's something else I want to give to my generation. Humble yourself. Listen, it's, it's, it's just as hard for the older people to humble themselves as it is for you. You ain't the first to humble yourself either. Watch this. Jesus humbles himself. Like, like literally, you have to see, he is God. And I preached it last, last year. He humbles himself not to even live how you live. Lights. You got everything, refrigerator. He humbles himself to not even have a place to be born. And you got, I mean, some of us got duplexes. We got houses in LA, Chicago. We got houses everywhere. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Be humble enough to learn, watch this, from others' mistakes. Like, like literally, I don't know why it's so hard for us, so hard for us to look at somebody, like obviously that didn't get it right, but God was faithful and brought them through. What we do is say, I'm going to try it this way. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, you know what? Here I am. I'm about to go out on this, on this limb. And then you're looking at them after it happens, and you're like, man, I should have listened to them. And then you still jump off. <laughs> it's confusing. Like, lear learn, learn from what they have said. Their, their experience literally says, don't go that way. Don't do it. I'm not just saying this because I want you to be in bondage. No, I'm showing you that I was in bondage, but because God was faithful to me, I can now be set free to tell you that that's not the way to go. Don't waste wisdom. There, there's a... Uh, it, it, it's probably gone by now. I'm not really on Twitter that much, but there was a thing on Twitter that had the red flags. And they would have pictures with it, and they said, this is a what? 
a red flag. This is, this, is, this is kind of what we do. There is a massive red flag. And we're like, scissors please, cut and go through. <laughs> like th literally, that's, that's our posture sometimes. It doesn't matter who went through it. I need to experience it for me. But watch this, you're experiencing it for you, but watch this, when, when it comes to like now, you, now you've messed up, right? You, you messed up, and now you're not just responsible for what you did, you're also responsible for ignoring the red flag. It was clear, it was a big red sign. And you, you said pedal to the metal. I'm going, I'm, now you got a parking, you, I mean, you got tickets coming your way, the cops are here, SWAT, they think you're doing something. Just listen to what the elders are saying. Now, some of y'all are a little spooky, right? Not spooky, um, I didn't mean to say it that way. I did, I put it in my notes, it's okay. <laughs> right, because you think like, okay, for the person who says, you know, it's me and God, it's me and God, me and God, me and God, that you, you know, you, you lit your candle, right? You put that, 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 that sweet pad on, and you start praying to God, Father, Father, show us, the, show me the way, Lord, show me, show me the way, and then you start speaking in tongues and all that nonsense, right? You start, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, Lord, please speak to me, speak to me, speak to me. And, and, and then you expect God to audibly speak to you just because you set the mood. You think, that, you think that James chapter 1, verse 5, that says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who generously lives. You think that God is just going to audibly speak to you and say, now go to the supermarket and buy all the pink lady apples. You think that wisdom is going to come only by, you know, you need to walk with me and you need to now go sell your house and your, your land. How does God speak? God speaks through his word. And you're expecting God to speak to you when you haven't even filled up on his word. I'm still talking to my generation for a second. You expect God to reveal something magical, spooky, that's what I think it is, it's just spooky. You just stop it. He, he's obviously giving you the blueprint to follow. But here's, here's another way he speaks to his people. He, he speaks to his people. That's, that's, that's the way, he speaks to his word and his people. That's what he's using. And watch this, how do I know? It's clearly here, Joshua is speaking to them. He's speaking the very word of God. It's the command of God that Joshua is telling them. Do not follow after their gods. Please don't do it. Don't mix culture with my command. Stop trying to create and make everybody around you feel good because you've put all of their junk on the table. And you say, you, you not just put it on the table, but you're saying, look at us, we're all here. Oh my gosh, you're water. And you're, you're a towel, which represents that if it spills, you can, you can wipe us up. But all at the same time, we got our Bible. And we're saying we're all in one. No, we all cannot be on the table. There is one truth. And everything else is a lie. I'm moving. This is beautiful. Job says in... Job chapter 12, this is after everything is just taken from him. Job says, wisdom is found with the elderly and understanding comes with long life.
How about this? Here's, here's, here's really something practical. Keep on living. Just keep on living. Keep walking with God in obedience and persevere on. Just keep going. Just keep going. I did not think that I would make it through half the stuff. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even that old. I'm really not. I promise you I'm not. Out of all the pastors, I am the youngest by like some years. <laughs> but watch this. <laughs> Sorry, Pastor Mac. I know you're like 50 now, dog. <laughs> but what I'm learning is what I heard growing up as a kid being raised in the church, of people saying really simple slogans like, trust the Lord, be faithful to him, walk with him, obey him. And, and at times, I was just like, come on, man. Like, what you, like, where is, can we do something else? Where is, can the glory, can it come now? Can it happen for me now? But be faithful to God. In obedience, right? That's, that's what Joshua was saying. I, I literally, um, there's a running joke of, in, in my family that if I am preaching on a Sunday, don't call Vernon. It's just a thing. They laughing because they know. Um, my mom, and, and I think it's set either between my mom or Sydney, and, and literally they're like, yeah, he's, he's He's in the dungeon and he's working on his sermon and he's, he's, he's plowing through the text and all that. And so this week I was like, man, I, was at, I went to the coffee shop and I sat there and I was like, man, I really wanna know what my mom thinks about this text. Now she's a wise woman. She just, she got in you, but she, she's always gonna say, yeah, but you know, you're in school. You're, you know how to, you know, you know how to divide the text and, and multiply and, and distribute and all that. I was like, but what I had to do was, sure, I'm in school, sure, I'm learning, sure, I've been preaching, but what I had to do was humble myself to know that God worked through her. And there's some things, there's some things that I might not have been able to see in the text that she saw because of her experience of walking with God. Humble yourself, y'all. I know it doesn't seem like the popular thing to do. In fact, it's not the popular thing to do. But this is what God has in mind when he sets you apart. He's saying, yes, there's liberties, there's freedoms that you have, but I've called you to be different as well. Um, I said I, uh, I did some research, and so remember we're back at, the, back at the room. Everybody's back, okay. And I, I asked... Um, I asked a few people to give me just a few things. And I, well, I just want to say, everybody's not going to get all your stuff said, even if you're online. But I appreciate you for sending them. Amen. But, but this, is what, this is what the younger generation said to the older. I think these were really good. Um, let me start here. I think the current me would want them to know that I'm grateful for their pursuit of us may not have been perfect, but it was on purpose. Their intentional love keeps us out of some mess. That's from somebody young to an older person. This one was good, and oh man, I, this is why I love this, this guy, but he, he killed this. He says, this is just for the, the, the people, he said, this is for the older people. Can y'all please stop assuming, uh, I lost my place, let me get back. Don't do this technology thing. Um, anyway, stop assuming that we are uncommitted, uh, an uncommitted generation. It's not that we are uncommitted. It's that we take our commitment to places where we feel valued. Here's another one. Um, it, it was the context of taking advice from the younger generation. 
Now, this is beautiful because it wasn't like I'm bashing you to take advice from us. What, what, what they were saying was, maybe it's what you've imparted in us that we're giving back to you. A lot of us, older saints, we look at it as you're trying to tell me something, but they might be encouraging you in your season of the thing that you imparted in them. So humility and being humble doesn't just happen for the young person. It also happens for the older one. I'm going to read one more from the young people. Here we go. Um, let's do this one. Our age does not erase the need for you as we get older. Your job is not done. There is still a need for godly wisdom, mentorship, and modeling of life issues. Don't check out. You know what I get from all of this? We need you. Scripture says that we're all a part of one body, but we have different functions. Walk in your later years. Walk in what God is calling you to do to help somebody be set up. Here's now. That's for the older people to feel encouraged and also to feel challenged. Now, millennials, younger people, I'm going to say it one more time. Humble yourself when you hear these, okay? Here, here's, here's one. There's room for your personal preferences in life, but centering all of our lives around our individual comforts leads to deeply fractured and isolated community. Here's another one. Don't be afraid to stand up for truth and justice, even if you're alone. You and God are the majority. Here's another one. This, this is humbling right here. Admit when you're wrong. Confess, watch this, repent quickly. And why is this important? Because that's the very opposite thing the Israelites did. What happened for them is they were going down a spiraling, deep, dark place. And God was still gracious in that, but what they were, I'm getting ahead of myself, but what they were beginning to see was, that we are far from God. We, we don't have the humility to repent of where we're wrong. Here's, here's another one. This was the last one. This is a good one. The best, thing, uh, the best things do not come by fast rise as a young person. The best things come over a long obedience in walking with the Lord and seeing him build your character. Watch this for sustainable exhortation. You wanna know how to have sustainable, be sustained in, the, in being high? Have a, have a long trajectory of walking with God. Words from the wise. What we see in the transition of Joshua is wisdom being given by our older generation, but a younger generation wasting that wisdom. Don't waste the wisdom. Don't squander the gems of those who have been running the race of life. The judges reveal a generation that does this very thing. Here's the instruction. I want you to put it in practice. We, 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 we see that they take for granted God's grace. Time and time again, the Lord sends judges in. And, and those, those judges were just as bad. But he graces them to conquer and, 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 to, and to do what they needed to do. 
But what they do is there's a cycle that happens, the sin, and then God delivers them, and then, then you know, or their sin, and then they repent for their, their sin, and then God delivers them from their uh, oppression, and then, then they're in this place of peace, and then what happens? They go right back into the sin. And, and what Joshua says is, hey, be careful because there will come a day where he'll stop delivering you from that thing. Watch out. Be careful not to squander what God has said to you. Um, many of us substitute the divine for the dying. We substitute the divine for the dying. We rather have something that does not last forever rather than the one who was and is forever. <clears throat> Let me move, last and final point, and I'm out your way. We need to know and obey the divine standard. If you're gonna break the curse of chaos, you must know and obey the divine standard. The Israelites knew that they needed, or what they needed to do. They, they had it in their minds. But what they did not do is they did not obey. We think we know everything, but yet we don't put the thing into practice. What they had was, it, it was laid out for them. Joshua says to them, hey, open your eyes, be aware that, that, watch this, culture will try to make you. It's going to be enticing to follow that thing, but hold fast to who he is. Yeah. Follow his word. Judges is literally a book for every generation. For the older saints, you could have seen some things where there was the melting pot in your generation. And for us, it's just, it's seen a lot uh, brighter because we got social media to, to highlight it. But here's, here's, here's what I will say to you. That we, in, in our Christian liberties, we have to know that the older generation is not the standard. And watch this, and we aren't the standard either. We, watch this, what, 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 what Judges proves is that at, one, at, at some point there was judges who came in, were used by God, and then they, they either died or they left. Most of them were killed. But what it was revealing was that there had to be somebody who was greater to set the standard. Judges looks like a lot of despair. When you get a second, just go ahead and read it. Somebody took a tent peg and like hammered it into the head and conquered the land. It gets, I mean, that, like that's, that's mild. Like it gets so, it gets dark at the end. Jephthah was, was getting ready to offer his, his child and he, he was offering his child, why? Because he didn't, he didn't have a sense of who God was. He didn't know what God was asking for. And so what he was saying, what was happening was, he was following the Canaanites' God's uh, sacrifices. But yet God uses them to conquer the land. Now what do you do? Do you look at that and say, well, God used them? Or do you say, Father, may I never get to that place. May I humble myself and walk with you in a way that says, man, I'm totally dependent upon you and I cannot make it in life if I don't have you, Lord. Help me humbly walk with you. That's not just for our generation. It's for every generation. For the Christian, 
hold fast to the truth that God is enough for you. And for the non-Christian, know that even if you think you're making it in life, you can't do it. In, In fact, you are probably living like those in this time, far from God. You reject God. Or you're trying to mix God with your idol. Here's what I want to say to you. Humble yourself. You don't know everything. But there is one. And what's the, hope, the hope is this. And I'm done. The hope is this. I read it in the beginning, but here's our hope. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did whatever seemed right to them. But we can't say this anymore. What we say is there is a king. And our response is because he has done everything, we humbly submit. We know what he says, but we obey every word. Father, we thank you. And we bless you that we do have a standard. And his name is Jesus Christ. We have a king who rules and reigns over everything. And we acknowledge you as king. We are not like those those Israelites who have no king. We have one who reigns supreme over everything. But Lord, I pray that every generation would see that acknowledging him as king is one thing, but obeying him as king brings a lifelong journey of peace, of joy, of confidence to know that we have a God. Father, I pray now for the younger generation that we would humble ourselves. We would put ourselves in community with those who have lived life, who have studied and who have uh, seen you make ways in the wilderness place rivers in the desert and we would look at them and we would say man thank you lord for your your evidence of grace upon my life to send me someone who can help me navigate in life and then lord i i i pray for the seasoned saint who feels like they are not worth anything or or they feel like their days are numbered or are coming to an end i pray that it would find new ways to invest in the next generation. Father, help us to see that in all of this, and whether we are being discipled or making disciples, that our model is Jesus Christ, and that's who we follow. Father, would you be honored and glorified with our lives and our submission to you and our submission to community. Father, we love you and we thank you. It's in Jesus' name I pray and every glad heart said, amen, amen. And this is an opportunity where the one who is the king sacrifices his life and sets the stage for how we are called to live. If you need um, the elements, would you please raise your hand so someone can come. Sent down from glory Many things you were on a holy king You are Bread, bread of heaven, sin down from glory. 
when you have the elements, you can stand. Many things you were on a holy king. On the night when he was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. He said, this is my body, which is broken for you. I've, I've sent judges. I've, I've even sent kings. And they couldn't do it. And so now I'm going to give my very life for those who need to be redeemed and set free. So as we celebrate today, would we remember the king who reigns eternal, who sacrificed his life for us? Let us eat together. In the same way he took the cup, said, this is a new covenant in my blood. So often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. Let us drink together. Father, we thank you and we bless you that you are the king forever, that you rule over everything, that you reign over everything, and that means you reign and rule over our lives. And I pray, Lord, that we wouldn't see that as bondage, but that is true freedom. That is true freedom that we have in you. So, Lord, I I just, I'm, I'm in awe that you would sacrifice your life for us. That you would give us the very precious gift in Jesus Christ. To set the standard for all of us. Father, help us to walk ever so near with humble hearts submitted to the God who reigns forever. Father, we thank you. If we say nothing else, we say thank you. That you don't leave us to our own demise, but you come and you rescue us time and time again. But Lord, I pray that we would not take that for granted. Father, be with us as we leave this place, but never your presence. Help us to walk with you and one another in a way that reflects and reveals your love for your people. We pray in Jesus' name and every glad heart said, amen. God bless you. If you could, for just a moment, hang tight. We have a few announcements. Thank you. Hello, this is Dr. Eric Mason, founder of Pastor of Epiphany Fellowship. Thank you for tuning in today. Hopefully the word of God was a blessing to you. Also, if you want to help us build the kingdom from Philly and beyond, particularly in inner cities, partner with us today. And if you don't know Jesus as Savior, based on his death, burial, and resurrection, place your confidence in him and go from spiritual death to spiritual life. Tune in next time so we can see you go from spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity. God bless you. Take care. We love you. We